I think, is that working? I don't, oh yeah, there we go. It's on, it's on. It's Everything's kind of working. Welcome. Well, this, well, is, your, this is your project, bro. Talk yeah. to me. All right, so this is the first episode of the Crack Pit podcast, um, which I don't know how it's going to go and how we'll uh, move forward into the future. But anyway, we've been talking about this shit for a long time. Me, myself and yourself, Alex, and especially me and a few other mates, um, Lee, um, Yevgeny, and a few other people. So it, this is the start of it. This is going to be episode number one. And the idea, the, yeah, fully sick. And the idea of the podcast is um, there's nothing off topic. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk mindset. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to talk acting the maggot. We're going to talk partying. We're going to talk chicks, relationships, fucking depression, anxiety, all of the stuff. The anything, anything that comes to mind. And if, if people are listening to this, we are open to subjects that they want us maybe to talk about. Or you know, offer our opinion, because really that's what it is, us offering up our opinions. And we're all going to be adults about this. We will have differing opinions, and that's okay. That's all right. Different opinions is allowed. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just changing it just because, like, I've been really working on my indoor plant game, and I feel like, I feel like if, yes. you're gonna be a, if you're going to be an influencer, you need, like, an indoor plant in there. I just need to get my mic in, in view, so in I look kind of like... Oh, look, I'm like a fucking... Check that out. <laughs> You're on the job. You're on the job. I just, be- I, just became, I, just, I just became a business coach, motherfucker. <laughs> y- yes, you did. And you've even got books. That's the, you need a bookshelf as well. The, the bookshelf, a plant, a glass of water, and the microphone sticking. Oh, the books are there. Fuck, look at this. Fully sick. Oh, God. I'm ready. I'm ready to do this podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm, yes, I actually I'm ready. Look, I feel like this could be my vlogging background. Anyway. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. So we are going to put this podcast up on YouTube as well as um, obviously on the podcasting platforms that there's out there. So you have the opportunity to see what we're doing as well. We're going full Joe Rogan on this shit. We don't, we don't, have, a, we don't have a Jamie. You're actually Jamie in all of this because you're the tech fucking nerd of us all. Like the, the best tech nerd I know in CrossFit anyway. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I guess we're gonna. That's what you've got planned for us today is a list of topics, and one of those things that's going to be talk about self development. Yes. I've only become more nerdy, and um, and you know, I feel like COVID's played to my nerd strengths. Like I've never had really CrossFit strengths, but now I have like streaming strength. Fuck yeah! Well, yeah, um, you've definitely you've definitely come up to the. The, what, what I'm trying to say come up to the level when it comes to what we're delivering and I don't know if people know about what we're doing at the moment myself and yourself but you've already been streaming stuff for your clients and other people from your gym can, so can you tell us about what you've been doing previously before we talk about the virtual Jack and Juicy oh yeah so um, yeah so I guess when COVID hit um, we were we kind of didn't know what we we're doing and um i started doing kind of um we wanted to keep everyone moving but i think part of the problem was that um you know gear was one of those things and we want to try to include everyone so we started a, a virtual hit class and um i feel like um a lot of online training classes are just you know people just kind of shouting at each other down the down you know on skype on or on zoom so i tried to make it a little bit more special so we started putting in more like progress bars and movement demos and um yeah it's it's an interesting one i think i think it can be like you know when we when we when we do these exercise classes um when you're doing a movement like there's three different movements on the screen that you can watch because like one of the things i always found with coaching was you don't know who doesn't want to ask you a question so with this kind of style where there's three versions of the of the movement beginner easy hard you know, people don't have to ask you that question and it looks fucking cool to shit. So, you know, you're working out and it's like a Street Fighter game because there's like a progress bar and then there's like movement demos and yeah, sick. But but yeah, so we're starting to get like probably, well, we got featured on ABC Radio. You got featured on ABC Radio as well. We're practically famous. Um, <laughs> we're so famous. And, uh, and yeah, we've gone international and now, you know, now we're starting our, our, our next media media um thing which is a podcast 
I think we've started a lot of podcasts. I've started a few podcasts and not really. I've got to about episode four. So, but you've got more sticking power than me. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting great things. Video. Well, well, yeah, well, let's see how it goes. It's, it, it would, it's particularly myself and yourself have been speaking about this for a long time and, um, and other mates of mine. And then people, you know, I, like I, I do this daily video called The Daily Crack, which is, it only really allows me to talk for, it's a live video on Facebook, allows me to talk for maybe like five to 10 minutes because you don't really want to go any longer than that because people lose interest. But people are into podcasting now and I know I have a lot of shit to say, whether people want to hear it or not, but it's, it's, I find sometimes my daily crack videos are almost like therapy. You know, you just get to blurt out what's on your mind or if there's questions being asked from people that, you know, your previous clients, you get to answer those questions. But obviously, like you were just saying, if people have questions regarding the workout, well, what's moving should I do here? Well, whatever the question is regarding fitness, you can answer it because other people are probably thinking the same thing or wondering the same thing. So you put it out on social media and people like it, they like it. And going on a podcast allows us to shit talk for longer and probably dig into more subject matter even deeper yeah and i just like the sound of your voice you know i i like yours yeah. too alex <laughs> thanks mate I, I just listen just to, i'm like what the fuck's he talking about today and i'm always very impressed at the stuff you talk about it's uh you're very natural very natural you reckon yeah i try to find out top i'm like every time i watch one of your daily cracks i'm like yep yeah, i'm gonna do like the daily chong and then I'm like, I, I get ready. I'm like, all right. And I've been wanting to do one for the last probably two weeks since I started doing all this ruck walking stuff that we can talk about later if you want. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about ruck walking. I'm going to talk about, and then I, I'm like, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck it. I haven't done it. And like, I feel like I don't have good stuff to say. But now that I have a plant in the background, I might have to crack from the plant all day long. But anyway, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm always really impressed with the, you know, the, the stuff that you come up with. But what did you want to talk about today, bro? What did you want to talk about today? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I think myself and yourself, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about our backgrounds first in the fitness industry, uh, because I want to talk about the, the impact of what's going on currently, this COVID-19 on the fitness industry. And both of us are, have been affected greatly. So just give us your little bit of a background on how long you've been in the fitness industry and where you are now uh yeah so i guess i've been in the fitness industry all my life not really um i guess i was in advertising about 10 years ago and then i was spending a lot of time kind of training people at the gym so i decided to come back to melbourne and not come or come to melbourne and open a gym with uh, my cousin ben uh you know those guys that um I think at the start of CrossFit, you had people who were like um, doing the CrossFit level one course and then opening a gym. <laughs> <laughs> that me. <laughs> me too, brother. <laughs> me fucking that do. Me. You know, like uh, I, did, I wasn't that bad. Like I did, I, did, I did the CrossFit level one course. I, did, I started like just geeking out on all the strength and conditioning stuff. I interned for like two, two years at, um, at uh, CrossFit London. Uh, CrossFit Central, no, CrossFit London at the time. And um, yeah, I just realized I was spending like way more time like just trying to geek out on um, on all the CrossFit thick stuff that I could. Like I was working with like Olympic coaches who were CrossFit coaches at the time as well. And um, yeah, came back to Melbourne and yeah, started the gym and kind of just have been fumbling my way through it. And then just before COVID hit, we were getting like, we're getting pretty good. Like we opened a second gym then we closed the second gym, learned some mistakes there. Um, and yeah, when COVID was hitting, we were just kind of like, just pulling ourselves out of that that rut of closing that second gym. And um, and yeah, then it hit us, bang. And since then I've just kind of been, you know, the first time we got locked down um, was a bit of, you know, it was pretty stressful. Um, the second time we got locked down, I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but I definitely didn't think that we'd be locked down for, um, you know, for, for this long. So, but, I, you know, that's that's the background. Like, I mean, I guess on the, the benefits of that is um, I've become super geek. Not that I wasn't super geek before, but I've definitely learned a lot of stuff. And, you know, we've spent a lot of time setting ourselves up for when COVID, um, when we're allowed to open again. And 
I'm pretty from that. Like I don't, I'm pretty excited as this, uh, on the stuff that we have coming up because we've pretty much because we had nothing else to do. We have planned the whole year of training. Like we've programmed it with coaches' notes, movement standards, straight arm, bent arm. Like it is the. I've got to show you, man. It, this spreadsheet is like amazing, and it's a whole year of programming. And I've never done that. Like you think after seven years, you'd at least collect all your programming and. But this is like the culmination of my seven years. Like I've had time to sit down and go, well, this is what I want out of training. And it's really exciting. Like I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you the secret spreadsheet and you'll be like, oh yeah. And you can edit it and stuff. It's cool. Good man. That's me. Yeah. That's good me. Man. And you also, you kind of, you, you got a, um, a community started here in Australia. You uh, were the one that started up the Cro- Australian CrossFit. Uh, page uh, CrossFit. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're, that's they're, another cl- that's another claim to fame. Absolutely. Yeah, there was there was a UK CrossFitters page which was really big, and I was like, oh, how's there no Australian CrossFitters page? Started that up, and now now we moderate it loosely. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But there's like the only time that's, that's the goal. Oh no, I was gonna say the only time we had to seriously moderate it. Was that um, was that time when um, Greg Glassman was being all dodgy? Yeah. Not that like no, not that you need. Yeah, not that like you needed another kick in the dick while your um, you know while your uh, gym was closed. But uh, you know, um, having a mis a misconstrued CEO wasn't the uh, wasn't super helpful at the time. But uh, yeah, we got through that. We got through that. <laughs> No, I know. Fucking, we've gone through some funky times with CrossFit. Like you know, it's it it's had its ups and downs, and it's it's like it's it's I don't know where it is at the moment. You know, it, uh, Greg Glassman is gone now, and you know, there's this new owner that's taken over, and he's he is a CrossFit evangelist. He's just like he's he's sick for it. Like um, so, I don't know. I like I think it could be a really good thing, but. Were you I, on that call? Were you on the call? You yes, the call. I was. Yeah, yeah. What he, what he was there for a half an hour and, and just yeah. like shite, shite talked for a fucking. Yeah, but my brain was blown, bro. After that, tip, like after that half an hour, I was like, this guy, like I wish this guy we had Eric, fucking five years ago. Like, can you imagine where we'd be now? Like, yeah, it would be like you know we went through that F forty five thing. We're F forty five. We're like, nah, F forty five is full of shit. And then they were shit talking us. And then now they're everywhere. Like, I feel like if we had that Eric guy back then, he'd just been like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He, like, the, when CrossFit r- removed their marketing, and or sorry, the media team, like, you know, we had all this free advertising and, um, that they would produce and really good quality, like, marketing stuff. They produced the documentaries that would go up on Netflix. Like, how many documentaries were on Netflix, are, are still on Netflix, uh, about CrossFit, the CrossFit Games, and all the like, all these random people who would never have known of CrossFit actually watch these kind of well put together documentaries, and then they're sat knocking at your door, and all that shit just evaporated away, and then it became well, CrossFit. If you're a gym owner now, you're on your own, paddle your own canoe, and I think our affiliation fee—not that it's a, a, a massive fee each year—but that's what we were getting from CrossFit. No, we didn't get yeah. much other m- much other stuff. We, we got their, their ability to produce this really good marketing material, put it out to the world, then us being affiliated with them, we reaped the benefits. But then that went away. And, they, and then what? Then what were I, we I, I, like I was Yeah, exactly. Like I was okay with all that stuff. Like it was just kind of like, whatever, you know, they let us do our thing. And, you know, I'll, everyone was like, everyone, all the owners that were like bitching and moaning about that, I was like, eh, whatever. Like, you know, we we're allowed to do our own shit. But now after that convo i was like you know i was like re-inspired but i can't go into my gym so i know anyway so you asked about me bro what's your back i don't know your background bro i'm like i hardly know you yeah well for first of all me me and alex have known each other for fucking years um alex owns his crossfit gym in in west melbourne um and i own a crossfit gym in williamstown which is west melbourne as well but yeah i came out to australia in 2009 um, I probably got into the fitness industry maybe two or three years before that back in Ireland, but that was at the start of a recession. So I ended up working on cruise ships for a little while where I got a kind of more exposed to CrossFit, um, sailing up and down the west coast. 
yeah, West Coast of America, LA, and and whatnot. So when we'd ha- like we'd have passengers coming on the gym talking about CrossFit, I'm like, this fucking CrossFit thing, what is it? What's going on here? Oh, so the heyday, the yeah, golden days, the golden day <laughs> when when CrossFit.com had all this material on there, like videos and you know a huge amount of learning material, basically. So that's where I got kind of introduced to it from, like on cruise ships. Then off cruise ships, um, made enough money to leave, leave Ireland because it was in the height of the. A recession, the start of a recession, came to Australia, and um, I live. I moved to Altona when I came out here first. Now that was a fucking shock because Bro. my. <laughs> I'm just no no. no I, I was thinking like the West was not. The West was like no one liked the West, but now it's like starting to get gentrified and stuff. So we yeah. were like, because when I came here, I was like, people were like, oh, why the fuck are you opening in West Melbourne? I was like, because it's fucking close to the city. <laughs> Yes, I know. Yeah. I know. Most yeah. Irish people, when they land to Australia or sorry, land to Melbourne, go to St Kilda over the eastern suburbs, and that's where they stay and party and hang out with all the other Irish people. But uh, my friend lived uh, in over here in Altona because he was kind of settled down here to misses and whatever. So I, I was driving from the airport through all these refineries and swamps and marshlands, and I, I, I was like, where the fuck are we going? Like, and then I seen these black swans. I was like, ah. Oh, I don't know where I've landed, but this ain't right. Where the fuck is Crocodile Dundee? Where the fuck is that big <laughs> knife? Where the fuck is all the crocodiles? Like, you know, it was, it was weird. But anyway, it was what it was. So they, I got stationed over here uh, in the West and I started working pretty much immediately in Westgate Health and Fitness Center, which was a small private, not small, big private gym um, over here in the West as well. Is that and- the location? Is that your gym now? Is that the, the same location? Or? It's not the same location, but it's the reason for the name. It's the, so my okay. gym is called CrossFit Westgate, but I started working in Westgate Health and Fitness Center, um, which was just a massive global gym. But back in the day, um, it was the mecca of bodybuilding here in Melbourne. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was at that gym. Like my, my boss or my manager there, Trevor Kneebone, he, had, he picked Arnold Schwarzenegger up uh, from the airport in the 80s when they came out here to do uh, the Olympia shows and all that sort of stuff. And he had him training in that gym. So that gym was, that, like it, it, back in the day, it was iconic. But when I got there, it was like a little bit run down and, you know, not much happening there. Still the old school bodybuilders with the like, the, the vests with the, the small strings just barely covering their nipples. Like all that shit was there. And it was, this was kind of new to me because back in Ireland, like you have gyms, but not, not at, at, well, like 10 years ago, not gyms like that, like old school weights and fucking. You know, that, was that, that the one where you like, work going, like when you walk in and there's just like fucking um, frames, like heaps of frames of just dudes with like skin that was like paper thin, just like jacked up. And there's like a sign on the door going, Please don't use syringes in the toilet and shave yourself. Not that one. <laughs> I've been to gyms like that. It's pretty funny. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Pretty much. I, I, pretty much. It had, it had, it had all that. Yeah. Like, except the fucking. Except the the frames. It was just raw and old school. Like. I think that's what the government thinks oh, gyms are still. Oh, sorry, bro. I think that's what governments think gyms are right now. Hello. Oh. I, th- I think that's what governments must think gyms are right now. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You, I, I, we froze there for a minute. The technical issues what we're doing. I don't have the. F- I, I, I think, I think so. I think they think everyone's just going in, just sweating on equipment and fucking, and it's all old school, and no one's putting their, their weights away, and no one's keeping stuff clean. I really think that's what they think as well. Can you hear me, Alex? Yeah, perfect. Can you hear me? Hello? 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 Yeah, I can. I can. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you can hear me. Yeah, just your screen is frozen there. Ah, technical issues. But anyway, yes. So, I started working in that gym. um, And um, the the manager there, Trevor Neborn, a bit of a legend of a man. I was talking to him about setting up this CrossFit thing and he was like, yeah, fucking go for it. So I kind of set up this boot camp, got a few classes going and then just evolved it into CrossFit. And that, I, I became affiliated with CrossFit in 2011. And um, yeah, it grew from there, was working in that gym. I had a little bit of an area um, rented out and 
built up my CrossFit facility. Then it went from there to a, a, a warehouse location. I think that was in 2014. We moved into a warehouse um, and it was just a small warehouse, a means to an end uh, or uh, ways to get it started. And within six months, we blew up. Um, and I had to, well, at the time when I think back now or think back to moving, we moved into a bigger facility probably sooner than we actually needed to. But uh, because I had already the, 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 the warehouse that we'd moved into, I had a bit of negotiation power. So they want, I think they wanted like X amount of money. And I said, well, I'm not, I can't offer that. This is what I can offer. And the real estate guy was pretty much like, no, nah, no, nah, this, this ain't going to work. And I was like, well, that's it. Don't, don't worry about it so so we're walking out of the new facility and he would, he turned around to me he's like if you if you um sign paperwork tonight could you get me a deposit i was like uh oh yeah yeah i, I reckon i can so actually lauren lord was um there with me that day i was like okay hold on this is actually happening now so the gym i currently have right now it's actually on a flip of a coin the decision to take the bigger gym or not came down to flipping a fucking coin because i was like what? Oh, fuck, this is real right now this is actually happening so the guy was going to agree to the price so i was like okay give me give me two minutes so i was like lauren what should i do and she's like oh, i don't know it's it's your decision i was like right fucking coin here we go put the coin on my hand flick bang heads i, I do it tails i don't fucking heads we're doing this shit we're doing this shit so that was it then that was the current location that we had uh, we have is it, where we are today was like the flip. irish fucking flip of a coin man flip of yeah. a fucking coin <laughs> so yeah that's where that's uh, where we are now uh, it's, it's a bigger facility it's not huge but it's definitely a bigger facility um and yeah just that's where it all kind of began so been running crossfit since 2011 uh, over here and have loved it but i've definitely changed the way we do things you know it, it, you come to our gym now and you know, you look back at the way we were training maybe to, uh, back in those early years, it's very different now. Very different. You know? So, yeah, that's that's my origin story. Ah, uh, mate, and what an origin it was. <laughs> ben Poon, Pooney. That's right, the <coughs> group of us as well. Yeah, Ben Poon, um, Luke Anderson. Um, yeah. And Matt, what was Matt Scottsdale, uh, Scottsdale, I think it was. That oh, had I love that guy. Had, I love that guy. Yeah. I love that guy. That guy was the best. I yeah. always see him at comps and I'll just be like, Matt, you're a good dude. And then they just disappeared. Like everyone's just been like dropping off. Yeah. The, the, the group of us that were over here in the West at the start has really diminished. There's other CrossFit gyms popped up here and there. But, um, you know, there's... Who knew that we would become the OGs? The OG. Well, What the fuck? Like? What yeah. The I remember fuck? when we started, there was like, Schwartz, Richmond, and they were like the, like I think maybe St. Kilda were kind of like pretty OG. There was CBD, and then everyone else had just kind of started, and it was just this glut of um, the new people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And th and those were the, the granddaddies. Like, you know, you, you looked at them for your inspiration. I, like, I done my level one CrossFit at Schwartz's, and I done my, when I had to repeat the level one after the five years, I done it at Richmond. So it's like, we, I looked at those gyms and was like, that's how a CrossFit gym is run. That's the I'm, business model right there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my welcome email is just copied from CrossFit Richmond. Thanks. <laughs> it probably still is, like yeah. Adam and Kath. Like my terms and conditions are probably still yeah. Adam and Kath's <laughs> terms and conditions. <laughs> or everyone's got that same waiver. Everyone's got that same waiver that you've got to sign like fucking a million times. That was yeah. from like CrossFit... Um, Brisbane or something. Yeah, and the, the, the little line about a fucking rhabdomyliosis and my life. Yeah. People are like, what's this? Oh, this is when you train too hard, you might die, just so you know. Yeah, and you're like, and they're like, wow, you guys train hardcore. You're like, yeah, get in here. Yeah. <laughs> Join our gym, motherfucker. Oh, stop. Oh, how times have changed. Fucking oh, how times awesome. have changed. So changed. Like, I know there's still people out there that are still gyms that run out there are very much on the original CrossFit thing because there is still a lot of people that want to be competitive in CrossFit. But you can't be randomized anymore. You can't, like, it can't be just, oh, one day we're doing deadlifts and tomorrow we're going to do 5Ks and then the next day we're going to do mm, muscle-ups. You know, it's like, it can't be that randomized anymore. It has to be somewhat specific to achieving a certain thing. But 
Here, that's another conversation on program for another day. Oh, I don't know. wow. That is, that is another conversation. It's a, it's a wormhole. Con- I, that's, I, like, fuck that for a conversation. Everyone, everyone's programming is the best. That's the most important thing. What, whatever, whatever you do, it's the best. It's, it's special than everyone else's. Happy days. Job done. Finished. <laughs> so anyway, the impact. The impact COVID-19. I'm spitting up the laptop. The, the, the impact COVID-19 has had on your, your business. Well, well, uh, I, yeah, well, I couldn't, um, the first lockdown happened and I've, I kind of don't know if I made the right decision. So, but the first lockdown happened and I was getting like, I was really anxious. Like I was like, fuck, I have to look after my coaches. I have to look after my members. And I was like, there was that concern, like, oh, I can't, like, how long can I keep an online business open? when these guys are paying for um for you know for coaching you know and like you know all they're paying to come into the gym rah rah and um i actually made it onto um remy's you know you know remy like there's a business coach called remy that everyone um that's quite popular and he was talking to me and he was going oh i actually made it to one of his bad examples of a gym owner because um because what happened was like i was like I was like, I was like anxious as fuck. Like I couldn't sleep. I had all this, like, I was like, people are going to leave and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, and then like two weeks in, you know, I was trying to look after the coaches and I realized that, you know, all the government subsidies kind of came in and we kind of had an idea of how long we could stay open for. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to shut all the, you know, I'm just going to put pause on all the memberships and, and go to equipment rental. So I know that I was giving back something. Um, and yeah, so that's how I made it onto Remy's email because Remy was like, oh, I'm not doing this gym owner. And he just shut everything down. <laughs> I was like, because I couldn't sleep. I was fucked up, man. Like I couldn't sleep. Like I'd wake up in the middle. Like I'd go to sleep just thinking like I couldn't, like I just, anyway, so for my own mental health, I just closed everything. I said, hey, you guys take the equipment. That's how we're going to roll. And I always assumed that it'd only be like three months. You know, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, and then because of that, um, I guess I you know went into all that streaming stuff and but because I closed everything off, I felt like I wasn't kind of bound to doing this kind of class structure, which was like trying to mimic what I was doing. So I was like, look, I'll just do one class a day because I'd reckon that it was really important to get that accountability of people wanting to train. And then I switched and because we weren't doing CrossFit, I didn't feel that pressure, so we just did like body weight hit stuff. And yeah, that for me was a bit of a, it was almost like quite cathartic because I just let go of the whole CrossFit thing. And it made me realize that, um, yeah, it made me realize the, um, um, yeah, the, just the benefits of online, like how online there's still that, that part of being accountable, but then there's also that, um, there's, there's the fact that you don't have to work to a schedule every class can reach another audience they can replay it at different times it made me like kind of like really opened my brain about online so that's like a benefit but i guess the the negative is that we haven't been able to open our gym um there's still a part of me that feel, feels like i let down my members a little bit because i just kind of said you know um yeah you know be be free and part of it was like i was making heaps of videos and this is this is just to every this is like a little message to every every fucking member of the gym. If a gym owner makes a video and he spends a lot of time on it, just press that like button. Just press that motherfucking like button. Amen <laughs> just, to that. Just give it just give it a little comment cuz I was like I was I was doing all this content at the start and I was like I was meeting up with members and I was like it was good. Like it was good for me cuz I got to train every day and I met like up with a different member before stage 4. And I'd make these workouts. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it all about the community. And like, no one would do the workouts. And I was like, fuck, fuck this. Like, and then so closed it. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, so if you, if you are at a gym and they're making content, you just, you just, even if you don't watch it, like Loz doesn't, like Loz, my like partner, doesn't watch any of my videos. I'm like, I was like, what did you think of that? She's like, what? I'm like, you fucking like the video. <laughs> she was like, she's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't watch your videos. I don't watch your shit. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so, but on the back of that, it made me kind of, it opened my mind and opened my, um, I was almost like Neo in the matrix. I'm like, oh, this is how online can work. You know, I can still, I can still hold people accountable. I can still engage with them. And I've got this, I feel I've got this platform that's 
pretty fucking epic. Like, I feel like I could, I could put it across anything right now. Like we've, you know, I like, I've got a, we've, we've started doing kind of corporate training sessions that are body weight based. Um, it's not like I'm making millions, but I feel like I've made incremental money on top of what I would have done if I, you know, I'd, I'd still be trying to grind out if, if COVID hadn't hit, I reckon I'd still be trying to grind out memberships, still trying to, you know, call people being like, Hey, how are you? And I'll, I'll, I'll go back to that. Cause I really love the community aspect of training. Like, I don't think people come to us for programming. Like you said, like our programming, like our programming isn't shit, but it's not like, but it's not like, you know, like I'm going to, I'm not going to perform, create world-class athletes, but people don't have the commitment levels to, you know, as long as it's fun, it gets you kind of strong and you can, you know, touch a few elbows and toes at the end of it, you're all good. Like that's my programming philosophy, right? Like make it fun, get everyone together and get some good results on the back of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so it just it just opened my mind to that that shit, you know. That's what COVID did to me. That's a, that's quite the positive. Like my videos. Yeah. Like our videos. <laughs> if you're watching now, just give us a like. <laughs> exactly. And his videos are good. Very good. Better than yeah. fucking very good. <laughs> they were. They were. I don't make them anymore because yeah. I've, I've, I'm too jaded. I know. And there's these really good videos called crack videos. The daily crack videos. They're just so real. They're so yeah. real. My, my ones are just like, I've got no advice. Let's go do a workout. Well, she's a minor. There's no editing value to mine at all. It's just live and then go. That's all it is. Right. Well, yeah. Hey, she, can you, Carla says she loves this. Oh, fantastic. Hey, we, we've got to tell her to like the video. Yeah, like the video, Carla. Like it. <laughs> we've also got zero live viewers now as well. We went from like five live viewers to zero. Oh. I think I started doing my sob story and they were like, Fuck this guy. <laughs> Chongy's, Chongy's bitching and moaning again. Unlike. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. If that's, what, if that's the way they are, fuck them. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, for myself, myself, uh, the crack has been this, uh, similar. Like, obviously, I'm uh, very unsure. Like, they never had to shut the gym down before. And, you know, you, people are kind of, you had all your members, or I had all my members going, oh, so what's, what's going to happen here? I'm like, uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But then people are like, oh, you know, would you hire out your equipment? And I'm like, a little bit of me was like, no fucking way. It's my fucking equipment. I'm not fucking giving it to you. But then I'm like, well, okay, maybe I'm going to have to here because how else am I going to make money? How else am I going to fucking survive over the next fucking however long this is going to go? So no real plan went into place the first lockdown i was just like people a few people asked me could they hire equipment and, I, and then i just went on public with it on, on social media and on our um, private group said yes i'm going to hire out the my gym equipment but I, I, like the first time i don't know i've probably done it arseways i just let people go in and take what they want and then just uh, reduce their membership their, their from whatever they were paying a week down to a, a gym hire membership so it was I think it was like $40 a week and that allows you to follow the program and, and have equipment but then I was I was having like members only taking like rubber bands and a dumbbell and then I was having members like kit their whole fucking garage out with, with everything oh can I take a roar can I take this can I take that can I? I'm like oh okay so like we probably had about 20 people higher equipment which was enough to keep me afloat and then everyone else reduced them right reduced right down their membership to a, like a basic like following online programming membership and it was grand but i had my co- me and my coaches i kept my coaches employed as well we're doing these like dick basically i would program for six days of the week and it was me johnny and naomi i'd program two days and do videos for those two days so you'd video a warm-up you'd video the, the strength work you'd video a workout and then i'd get johnny and naomi to do the exact same thing so we're we're taking it in turns and when i look back at the insights on my facebook page to who was actually watching this video it was fucking none there was like one or two people watching don't the look at the video. insights don't, don't look at the insights fuck i was like we're putting in all that and like to make a video was taken like Three, two to three hours, because we ain't fucking as good as you are with the, when, it, when it comes to that video editing stuff. And it was, it was, it was time consuming, and it was hard. But then no one was watching it, so we're like, "Fuck this shit." Anyway, the idea I was had in my head at the start of all this was like, "Okay, let's go online. Okay, let, this is something I've been thinking about exploring for a while. Let's let's take this shit online." But 
how? So I, I came up with my jacked and juicy program, which was a bodybuilding type thing where it was just six weeks for, or was that, was that the start? No, that was the start of the second one. Sorry, the jacked and juicy didn't happen yet, but I was thinking about, okay, I wanna go online. But because we had got an in date to when the gyms could open back up again, nothing materialized with the online stuff. So I didn't worry about it. Then reopening for that two and a half weeks, Number one, I had to get all my equipment back. Two, decided to put in shitload more um, CrossFit sessions. So there was like- Oh, seven- about, that's so funny, man. Yeah. When you're like, I'm gonna do like eight classes. I was like, fuck that. What a, what a dickhead, what a dickhead. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did, and that was between three, three of us, like three coaches, myself and Johnny and Naomi. Now, the two and a half weeks we were open for wrecked me. It wrecked me. Like after the at the end of the I think week one, I think myself and yourself and a few others were like, "Oh, let's celebrate when we re- re- reopened." I couldn't. I was fucked. Like that was I was there in early in the morning. I had to be there late tonight because all these new people were wanting to join up and everything. So I was burning candles at like at both ends and in the fucking middle. And it wrecked me. And then, you know when we when the locked the second lockdown came in, it was almost a relief because I was like. This shit was not going to be, how am I going to do this? How am I going to run a business like this? How am I going to run eight sessions a day and be this fucked at the event, end of each week? And I like to party as well. How am I going to fit my partying in with all of this? It, it was just, it was a non, a not sustainable. So we got locked down again. And I was like, fuck, here we go again. This is bullshit. Like little bit, a little bit relieved, but a little bit like, what the fuck? And now there was no end in sight to when we we're going to open back up. So... I hired out all my equipment again. However, I put a limit on the number of things people could take, um, which allowed me to hire out to 30 people, which gave me a little bit more income, which was much better. Um, and then I went down the road of going the, the online jacked and juicy thing. So done this online program and a program that I done videos for, basically it's the training program I was doing. So on a daily basis, I'd video my shit and I'd post up so people could see movement standards and all that sort of shit. And I got a bit of, got a bit of traction. People were like, oh, this is good. Looking forward to it, like enjoying it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like, you know, I, I was like, how do I make money from this? Cause that was kind of my trial. I'm putting this free program out there to see what happens to it. And then I have, uh, like, I had my virtual assistant. I was like, okay, I want to, like, like make Jacked and Juicy 2.0, which will be the next six-week pro- program. And I want to, like, you know... We love your virtual assistant. She's amazing. She's amazing. Jam is the bomb. Jam, Jam is the bomb. She's the, she's the tits. And I'm not Shout talking out to about Jam. the tits. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, she's a, from the Philippines. She looks after all these other CrossFit owners and does their content. She is fucking awesome. Awesome. Anyway... So I started talking to her about how can I package this up in a nice, in, in, like you basically put the, <coughs> the, the ribbon on the box as a present. How do, how do I make it look nice? And she's like, well, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to go online. She's like, oh, I know this company in the, in the States where they're helping gym owners move from bricks and mortar to the online space. I was like, fucking hook me up. So she did, and they're called um, Authentic Attraction. And... Um, I, I enrolled in their online course, which is through Facebook. And by God, they showed me the light. Bro, I thought you were a lunatic when you told me that. You were like, oh, I've just spent you know, X amount of dollars. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then when you started getting clients, I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I have paid for the course now with the clients I've made. Now I'm only four, week, four or five weeks into the course of a 12-week course. And from the help I've got from them, I've managed to set up my own online program. And I, as of yesterday, I have now 17 people in that online program. You know, where I charge, uh, uh, for an eight week program, I'm charging like to be part of the group or for one-on-one training. You know, and it's, it's a, as they say, a high ticket price, but it's for eight weeks. And what I'm helping people with is weight loss. You know, I'm keeping them accountable. And it's just two simple steps. Make them track their calories, and do 10,000 steps. I've given away my process to the world for free. There you go. Yeah, you do a, you do a lot more on that, on that group though. You but do I quite hope, a bit more in that group. Yeah. But the, 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 the simple thing I do in that group is I keep people accountable. And I yeah. have, the weirdest thing that has happened is I've seen more results from my clients online in just a couple of weeks than I feel I've ever seen in 10 years of running the CrossFit gym. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you know sure. what I mean? It's, it's like when we do open up again, 
Like what I'm doing online is going to be integrated into how I run my gym 100% because I, I have, I, I have contact with these people on a 24 hour, 24 seven, 24 hour, 24 hour basis. If I need to, you know, people can post in this group and I can just hop like my phone, hop my phone out and be like, Oh, well done. You're doing good. Oh, maybe try this. Maybe try that. It's fucking simple. Whereas that group you've got is gym, so good. Well, I was going to say that group you've got is so good. People like posting on it and mm. shit and like, I'm like, man, I wish, I wish people on my group posted. Like, no one posts on my group. I'm like, is, is it me? Is it me? Like, how do I get people? Like, your guys are engaged, man. They're like, they're loving it. Yeah, but I make that the rules. You know, I, you know, it's almost like a disqualification process to be part of the group. I said, it's two non-negotiables. You have to track your calories and you have to do your your steps. If you don't, if you're not willing to do that, you're not in the group. And once you're in the group, you have to engage. We're here to support one another. Don't be relying just on me. Help each other out. And it's going off. Like, I might, I might have to I, I, I go training and I, I, I'm away from my phone for two hours. And when I come back, they're answering each other's questions, helping each other out. Like, them, like the accountability within the group itself is amazing. Um, yeah, it's it, really it, good. It's, it's unbelievable. And you, you, you get that. Listen, the bricks and mortar gym facility, what, whatnot, it, it, it still has a lot of merit because it helps people detach from the stresses of their, their their daily lives for that one hour a day that the mom that has to wants to get away from their kids the you know the partner that, that fucking just needs a break you know the people that have a high stressful jobs can come along to a gym just lash it out for an hour meet meet up with a group especially in crossfit gyms like meet up with a like-minded group of individuals and just fucking shoot the shit so in the future my bricks and mortar is a social club you know, but the accountability. I thought it was, thought it was a rave cave. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, once a year we turn it into a rave cave, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, moving forward, I understand that you know the, the the results don't come from people getting a faster fran time or getting the the heaviest clean and jerk in the gym. That's not where the results are. That's cool stuff, and that's that's very tangible. But it's going to come down to the accountability. Like, what are you doing outside the gym for the the twenty three hours that you're not in the gym? What the fuck else are you doing? You know, um, so if people are, are on a weight loss journey or weight gain journey, you're look, trying to look good naked. I think that's the fucking point that everyone's trying to get to. You know, what are you doing outside the gym? How can we integrate the online stuff into the bricks and mortar stuff? So that's what COVID has done for me. <laughs> yeah, mate, COVID is like, you're the dude that I talk about. I'm like, fuck, I'm like, you're the dude that I talk about of, of someone who's thrived off COVID and who's just like, you know, keeping going like i'm like i'm like is demo gonna reopen like because he's fucking he's crushing it you know so if if crossfit oh. westgate opens you know it's 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 your choice you know you want it to you know there's a place for it in your in your mind if like money was the only thing i'd be like fuck i ain't opening again you don't have the liability of a lease you don't have to you know worry about memberships again <laughs> Man. You've, and, you, you, and, I, and you get people results and you get people and you get people results like that's the you know if there was one thing that i that one of my pet peeves i had about opening a gym was you know you you, you think your programming is gonna fucking change the world and you still get the you still got to call people up you know after after two weeks and be like oh you know why are you training rah, rah, and they're like it's oh fuck it's it's like i think part of it is like if if Let's say a hundred percent of people that I worked with would get results. Like I would fucking wake up in the morning, four o'clock, work twelve hour days, go to you know, go to sleep at night, and I'd be fine. But you know, when you're when you're doing those hours and you're not being able to help people, it, you know, it's it's you go you kind of start looking at yourself and go, what is the system that I'm not doing that's not getting you know x amount of people these results? So, and it's. You know, a lot of it is down to what you're talking about, that accountability, that nutrition. And we, we started putting a lot of that stuff into our program, but like pre-COVID. And because Remy, Remy said to me, man, he was like, he was, he was a big catalyst for it, actually. Um, I never did a program, but he was like, so talk to me, you know, like, when, when can you get people results? I was like, all right, we get people results when they do our, our program and they do nutrition. They're like, why, why isn't everyone doing nutrition? And I was like, Oh, and so I just started making run do nutrition, and it was like that. I think that's why we started growing again, you know, because people were starting to get that results. But in COVID, 
Yeah. I know, man. COVID, it's, COVID it's, in the it's, balls. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I like I went through that stage when things were, especially the second time, like, am I going to have to turn my back on this fitness industry and go find an essential job? Like, is it like fireies, be a cop, be a nurse, be a doctor, fucking push a wheelbarrow? I'm like, fuck. And that was... You know, the, 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 the fact that I felt like I lost my purpose. Yeah. That was a hard pill to swallow. Um, and I was like, fuck, something has to happen here. So, and yeah, listen, I, I, I could tell by your face when I told you I, and I invested, like I spent 10 grand on this course. I could see by your face, you're like, what has what this dickhead done? But fuck it, like I, I, was, I, was, I was desperate. And the last time I invested in a business coaching was with the Affiliate Solution. And Scott Wade came out, and he turned my fucking gym around. So I will, I will always now invest in so, like because you can go on a play like all the information is out there, but how do you fucking implement it? It's the yeah, same. Yeah. It's the exact same as what I'm doing now. Like all the information I'm giving people is already out there on the internet, but people need to be held by the hand and led through it. And I'm the perfect example of that I cannot, I can't do it. Just but just give me the information and okay, go yourself. No no no. I need I need to be guided. I need to be guided. Yeah. Sick. I like it, man. What's what's your next topic? What's the next topic on the For, next crack and chong? Um I was gonna say the future of the fitness industry. Ooh. Ooh. What 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 do you think? uh you answer first because i don't know fuck i don't i don't know man like i think um yeah it's going to be really clean how good is that <laughs> how clean are our gyms yeah. yeah yeah well absolutely i think i think i think gyms aren't going to be the same for a long long time we we ain't going to be up, able to operate the way we would have in january and february this year for fucking uh, three four Fucking, I don't know how many years it's going to be. It's going to be very tricky. So the way you're, the, well, I've already started thinking about my new business model moving forward. But listen, how many people are now conditioned to or enjoying? Not everyone, but how many people are enjoying training at home? How many people have created home gyms now? How many people are following fucking Center Center Six? That fucking Chris Timsworth Timsworth fucking app. People are. People are following our shit online, just doing 20 minute workouts at home. People are going to realize that they can save time and do smaller, shorter workouts at home rather than having a gym. There'll always be the diehards that like the fucking, you know, the social aspect of going to the gym, 100%. But I think the the future, the fitness industry is going to be very different, very virtual very happy yeah i think i think i think most gyms have to have a virtual component to this mm-hmm. so like i feel like you know contrary to kind of the the popular belief in the government right now where everyone goes and starts spitting on each other you know you probably you know everyone goes in they wear a mask they do some heavy ass lifting they do some functional bodybuilding and then they go home and they do that metcon stuff at home you know yes. and and that's something that it's probably going to run through when the gym reopens is that there's that body weight conditioning stuff that can be done at home. There's the, the strength work can be done in the gym. And then maybe, and this isn't to say you negate the, the Metcon, but maybe you have one special day where people come and they just bang fucking steel, you know, and, and at their special classes, you know, like you have, you have bang steel days, bang steel Saturdays. And they're like six to a class. Everyone's fucking, everyone's got their fucking bubble wrap around them. They've got their hazmat suits on and you're like, let's fucking go. Mm. And we all, and we all look back. We all look back at COVID and we're like, those guys were disgusting. You know, we had our nip, we're sweating, we had our nips out, you know, like everyone's disgusting. And you're like, I can't believe that they used to exercise inside those disgusting people. I, I like, that's genuinely what I've looked at. Like I've looked at it and I'm, I'm like... We still do strength. We can still do strength. We don't have to be like, you know, I'll, I'll probably have to stop that. You know, I'm always like, guys, it's time to do back squats. But before you do your back squats, just give the little barbell a lick. <laughs> 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 give it a little pash. Give the, oh, give the, give the plates a little pash. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to stop that. I'll have to stop that. But, you know, 
apart from that, you know, we can probably still go in and work safely in COVID, get real strong, get real jacked up, and then go do that sweaty stuff outside, which is, you know, makes sense. Like, it should probably always have been that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it, it's good to be fucking outside, you know. But how many people are, you know, like, using walking and running as their exercise? Do you know what? Moving forward, I'm banning cardio in my gym. Because, I'm banning cardio. I want to ban cardio too. Yeah, because <laughs> do you know what? It's for free. <laughs> you can get your cardio for free. You use the two pins that are coming out of your hips to move yourself around at different speeds, and it's for free. We should do. You know, we should start a new gym called Ban Cardio Fit. <laughs> ban yeah. Cardio. Yeah, or fuck cardio. <laughs> That's the new gym name. That's my new gym name. Yeah, Fuck like, you. you know, if I like, you know, people going to a gym like this, this is a pet peeve. People going to a gym to run on a treadmill. And that's the only thing they do. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, pretty lame. Fuck, what, fuck, fuck, shh, fuck, fuck me. You're paying to go inside to run on a fucking conveyor belt in the same spot for 20 fucking minutes. What is wrong with you? So lame. Um, that shit. Oh, do you know, do you know what I do? Like one thing that I think will massively change in the gym when we get back, like real fitness, like sandbags, mm. like sandbags, tire pulls, yep. like I don't, I love, like I love barbells, but like I just got a um, shout out to Ben Breen and Manta, Manta training, Manta sandbags, but I've been playing with sandbags for the last like probably month. Um, and it's the bomb. Like it's so good. Like you realize how fun grip is and yeah i'm gonna put like i want to put like a um, little i want i want the gym more to be like this repository of cool shit so people will come in the morning they'll get their weight vest or their ruck back and they'll do like an hour fucking 30 kilo weight vest walk and then they'll come back they'll stick the shit back and the gym is just this hub where yeah you, you calm you you do your exercise maybe you do it in the gym maybe you do it outside of the gym then you come back you have coffee and you fucking sterilize cups and then you fuck off for the day. But, you know, it's not always centralized around this class model. Like, I just want to... I'm definitely going to make it more of this, like... Equ- like, equipment rental is kind of something which I think will be a big feature of where I am going forward, you know? Um, but, yeah, that's the future in my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, do all the cool shit. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, like we've said, people are setting up their home gyms, so people are going to have their squat rack. And, and they're going to be doing their bench press and all that sort of shit at, at home. But if we can offer like the funky shit, like the rope climbs, the yoke carries, the sandbags, the sandbags are the tits. Every time you Bro. pick up the sandbag, every time you pick it up, it's a diff- you're picking it up a different way. You're being challenged in a different way. A fucking barbell is fucking boring. Dude, legit. Like I love the sandbag, bro. I love it. It's so good. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Like I'm looking forward to, yeah. I'm going to see what, what else you asked me. What else did you ask me? What do you think? What do you think? What, what, um, the gym, the personal growth, gym industry, we've adapted online. Yeah. We've done that. Fun shit. Fun. Fun shit. Yeah. Fun. What are you, what are you doing for fun right now, Jordan? during um, lockdown and COVID. What's the fun stuff you're doing? Oh, mate, my, my fun stuff's weird. Like, it's weird. Like, so I wake, I still wake up at five in the morning and um, my fun things are just listening to audiobooks. But in the morning, I'll put on a 30 kilo weight vest and I'll go for a walk around Docklands. And I'll, um, at the moment, my personal development book for the day is Tribe of Mentors. So I'm listening to that in the morning and in the evening I'll go for another walk um, and it's without a weight vest and it's with the dogs and I listen to, I'm listening to like sci-fi books. I'm listening to a book called Red Rising, um, which is by Chris Pierce and it's the, it's like Hunger Games mixed with Terminator and mixed with like Greek mythology and it's like, it's, I really look forward to it because it's, it's epic and I just go for a walk and like, so, you know, probably crushing about like since since the um since we're allowed two hours i'm probably like crushing two hours of walking one hour of ruck walking one hour of um and it's just nice because i'm like really looking forward to find out what happens in the book but yeah it's so good it's a really good book like it's a that's what i'm doing for fun like it's pretty boring um but uh it's fun it's kind of like and i've got my route 
mapped out. Like I've got a, I always walk the same route because I find if I walk a, a different route in the ruck, in the ruck walk, my shoulders hurt more. I don't know why. Like it's mentally harder to deal with. But yeah, that's my that's my fun, bro. What's your fun? <laughs> Well, my, a lot of my time at the moment is consumed with like learning how to go online, like that you know take my what I'm doing online and make money online and stuff like that. So that that's how it's fun. <laughs> but um, I have been I make have money's fun, bro. <laughs> I know it allows you to do things, and at the moment I can't do the things I want to do, so I'm saving up so much money to go to the strippers. So much. Yeah. Money. Will we ever be able to go to the strippers again? When will that happen? That's like that's like, yeah. yeah. You've never been able to really touch, so I feel like they'll be one of the first industries to open before us. It's not touching, but it's like very, very within that. You're within that 1.5 meter radius, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. If, uh, that's one of my favorite things to do at the weekend. But um, yeah, when will that happen? Ian? When will that? They'll open? be open before us, mate. They'll be open before us. Well, I think so. Every, I think we'll be the last. We'll be the fucking last. Yeah. But yeah, so those would have been my fun things. I like, obviously, I love going to the pub and whatnot. But I've like fucking tamed back my drinking an awful lot in the last wee while because at the start of COVID, I was just every weekend fucking dementedness. I turned my my shed into a rave cave. Uh, so the garage in the house is a rave cave where I set up my decks and the speakers, and it beca- it's like a pub. You go in there and it's like you know there's music going or whatever. And you get different music for different hours of the night, so you can have you know just like oh it's just a regular pub. Just playing eighties, nineties, fucking rock tunes. Oh, fucking brilliant! And then later on, it turns into like full-on Rainbow Serpent bush stuff. You know, Dude, me. that's that's got to be a feature of the next. When we're allowed back into the gym again, that's got to be a feature of Jacked and Juicy. Is when you're just spinning decks and getting people strong. Like that's the that's like what exercise class has a green screen where some dude's spinning decks and getting people strong. Like, you know. Like it's it sounds like F forty five, but like we'll we'll grow big, bro. We'll like when we're allowed in. I've got I've set up my cameras, so like I've got I've got like two cameras. I'll set it up. You'll have your decks. You'll be spinning, and you'll be like exercising and stuff. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> that looked really weird. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Well, yeah. That that's been kind of the, some of the stuff. But I have rather than everyone's getting into TV shows and you know, binge watching TV shows. I don't like binge watching. Like I, I, I miss the day where a one episode of something will come out a week and you just watch it like on a weekly basis, just one episode. So instead of watching TV shows, I'm watching movies. You know, so each night at eight o'clock, I park myself on the couch and I'm fucking right. What's the movie tonight? So it'll be ending from fucking Mighty Ducks to Forrest Gump to fucking um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Weeks or Ten Days, you know, all the just whatever. And I'm, I put it up on social media and I ask people for suggestions and like people fucking give me good suggestions. So pretty much been hitting a movie a night most nights um, just to, to chill out. And um, yeah, like I really like what I'm training. I get to train pretty consistently at the moment and eat like a fucking animal. So making the games. Games. yeah that, that's always fun but um to do my to do as i said earlier on in the this uh, like the chat um do my daily cracks and walking from my house it's a bit of a it's about a 10 minute walk down to the river where um i'm, I'm just underneath the westgate bridge i fucking love going down there and just sitting um and just like doing my daily crack i just didn't just sitting for a while just watching the water i like i fucking like that just a little bit spear of fishing, spear fishing brother well, yeah, we'll have, yeah, yeah, no, fucking, you're always on to me about doing that. I will, I will, I'll do it someday. I will do it someday. I'll just be like, yeah. Dude, when you, it's, it's something about being in the water, not like, not having any cell phones. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you sit out and look at the water. I'm in the water shooting fish. And like, you'll have like, you, you know, like sometimes you'll sit there and there's something about the sun being on you that you'll just lose sense of time. Every time I'm in the water, it feels like an hour. I've been in there for like three hours. And I'm just like, this is the best. <laughs> so, and it's just in Williamstown. You, you've got the, you're in that 5K radius where you can just hit Willie. So good. Yeah. And you get some food. How, yeah. How long have you been, how long have you been, have you been doing spearfishing for like ages? Have you always done it? Cause I know. Nah, it was, um, it was only since like a year ago. So, um, cool. yeah, but you just get, I think when I started doing it, I realized that, I didn't have any meditative practice where I was losing sense of time. Like I didn't have anything. Like if you do something that you love, that's fun. Like I don't think training really counts because you can't lose track of time in training. But 
you know, when you go for a hike and you kind of, that can be quite fun when you, because, you know, you, you say to someone, oh, we're going for a hike, it's going to be three hours. You're like, ugh. But then when you do it, it doesn't feel like that because you're, you're so much, there's kind of stimulus, but it's not. And that was the same with spearfishing is when I started doing it, my cousin was like, hey, come do spearfishing. And I was like, oh yeah, sick, shooting fish, guns in the water, the bomb. But then he was like, yeah, it's going to take, we're going for three hours. And my initial reaction was like, fuck that. Like that's, I don't, I like, I, I have too much stuff to do. You know, I wasn't busy. I was on holiday in Adelaide and then we went and then like three hours just went like that. And I was like, oh, this is what it means to have some sort of, like, it's really important. I think for people to have that practice, like where you lose sense of time. So it could be like sports, like sports goes for an hour, but, um, but I never really look at time when I'm doing sports. You know, you do the warm up, you do the the game, and before you know it, your hour's done and you're you're fucked. You know, that's the same with spearfishing. You know, like I've I've done six hour sessions in the water, and it's and and wanted more. You know, like unlike, and that that's why I kind of kind of I need that at the moment because it's like you're just sitting there, just almost like watching paint dry. That's what that's what COVID kind of feels like sometimes. That's why I've had to like. That's why even the streaming sessions are good for me because there's, there's time in the day where I'm just focused on making sure that that stream goes really well. Like, because there's so much shit happening that I'm like, that you lose sense of time. Like that, you know, that the hour that I'm doing prepping for the stream, the, the half an hour that we're doing it, it's it's kind of time that feels lost to me, which is good. You know, like I don't, I don't like kind of just sitting there just kind of going, you know, and that, yeah. So, um, yeah, spearfishing. Sorry, I kind of jumped on your thing, yeah, but you'll love it. Yeah, no, that's good. Just what you've said there, you've, you've sold me on it. It's that loss, just allowing yourself to lose time. Because I, like, I feel that when I'm training, I'm like, I'm thinking of the next thing I need to be doing. Like, you know, what, what I need to be doing at work or whatever. And you, you don't get that from training. And it's like get, when you're at a dance party. What, you, you, you took the words out of my mouth. The only time I felt last time is when I'm, well, lately, when I'm demented in, uh, at the weekend around my house, you look at the clock and it's like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. And then you, you turn around and you look back again and it's like 5 a.m. You're like, what? Where the fuck did that time go? You know, like, and that's, that's, that's kind of been my only escape from my own head um in the last while but being been at a rave and stuff like that where you're you're just going to the music and you're just in tune with the music you're not even fucking thinking about it and that's that's fucking that's the tits right there but finding what? that on a on just in your daily routine i think it's, it's essential dude it's so good it's, it's it's how i've been doing a lot of workouts actually like um it's the, it's how i kind of make the sandbag workouts out i'm trying to make them like their little problems so like today's today's problem check this out like i just say it so you can give it a go but it was you had to do like five presses or like no, 10 presses with the sandbag then you threw it onto the tire you grabbed the tight the straps around the tire you dragged it but the tire has a rope behind it yeah. so it drags the um so it drags the rope out and then you pick up the um and then you pick up the sandbag off the tire walk it back throw it down and then you like pull the rope and then the next person goes. So it's like this. Do you remember that um, tribal clash? That that, yes. that problem? Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to make like exercise problems. And I just go, you go, I go with Loz. And I've just called them like sandbag 30s where we just do an AMRAP sandbag workout. But the sandbag, like it's kind of like this intricate system of movements. It's real good. Yeah. And you just, you just go for like 30 minutes and before you know it, you're like, you know, everything kind of links together. It's real good. I'll have to set one up for you when we're allowed to back together. That sounds so good because that is basically, you know, using your head for your exercise and, you know, being challenged in different ways that it's not just a fucking grab a bar and go and just you, you mindlessly move, but that you actually have to physically and mentally engage in what you're doing. And that's what I yeah. loved about Tribal Clash because that's exactly what it was. It's like, okay, you're going to be working for 12 minutes, but this is the process. You need to figure this shit out on the fly and you ain't thinking about anything else but figuring that shit out it's good yeah that's good like that, that's what i loved about it that 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 teamwork component to that tribal clash workout it was amazing like that was the best team comp that i've ever done like hands down um i wish they did it in melbourne well i don't think that shit's gonna happen again but fuck it was the bomb it was yeah. so good yeah i know i think that this COVID thing has stayed they relied on being able to go to different places around the world uh, in order to do it and transport stuff. So their company at the moment is, uh, 
fortune. Thing. Up. Yeah. Manta bags. Manta Manta clash. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Manta equipment clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking north. I'm for that. The warrior. The Manta warrior clash. Well, right, Mr. Alex, we've done, I don't know how long we've Hour done. Ten. Um, we've done Hour a fair, fair bit of chatting there. And I think for our very, for our inaugural podcast, and we were quite tame. There was no controversial stuff to spoke about yet. I don't do, contra- <laughs> I don't, man, I don't do controversial, bro. I'm vanilla as. <laughs> That's all right. Don't I've got, worry. I've got my plant. My vanilla yes. plant. I love it. That's 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 perfect. I got my psychedelic lion in the background. <laughs> Just kind of balance but, each uh, other out. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, listen. Let's let's wrap it up at that, and um, you know, see where we go from here. Excellent. What do you think? Excellent. I think good. I, I quite enjoyed that. Thank you. I like that you came up with topics that we could talk about, because I think the last time that we did it. We just, like, I think we were at, like, Williamstown just talking shit about partying. <laughs> Which was good, too. Yeah, was a, but the topics... It was good, too, yeah. yeah. No, I, like I, I definitely think having a, a few topics to delve into is, is good. And then let the conversation go whatever way it fucking wants to go and just take it from there. Every Friday. Well, let, I hear, let's, at the moment, let's just fucking do it whenever we get time and just pop them up. I'm not, I'm not nailing us down to anything. This is new to us. I have to figure out now how to edit this stuff in uh, together and then put it on the interwebs for people to hear. But we will do it. See you next, see you next Friday. Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> we will aim to do one a week for sure. But anyway, we'll wrap it up with that. And um, boys and germs, giddy up. Friday 10.30. <laughs> you i hope you enjoyed the crack pit see you